والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد after praising Allah سبحانه وتعالى and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family and his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed ikhwan Allahumma inna na'udhubika min ilmin la yinfa' wa min qalbin la yihsha' wa min nafsin la tashba' 
وَمِن دُعَاءٍ لَيُسْمَعْ We seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction, no contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered and from a dua that goes unanswered <coughs> So proceed, Ikhwan فَنَوَاسِلُ مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارَكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ so we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. As we continue to learn collectively as a family, as brothers and sisters upon this religion, from the science of al-fiqh. وَمَنْ مِنَّا لَا يَحْتَاجُ يَخْوَانَ أَنْ يَتَفَقَّهَا فِي الدِّينَ أَنْ يَتَفَقَّهَا فِي الدِّينَ And who from amongst us, Yaykhwan, is not in need of learning or gaining understanding of his religion? فَكُلُنَا مُحْتَاجُونَ إِلَىٰ أَنْ نَتَفَقَّهَا فِي هَذَا الدِّينَ أَوْ أَنْ يَتَفَقَّهُ فِي هَذَا الدِّينَ All of us, Yaykhwan, are in need of taking time out to learn from the religion of Al-Islam فَمَنْ يَذْكُرُ لَنَا فَائِدَةً مِنْ عِلْمِ هَذَا الدِّينَ وَمِنْ طَالِبِ الْعِلْمِ وَمِنْ طَالِبِ أَوْ طَالَبَتِ هَذَا الْعِلْمِ Who can give us a benefit, ya ikhwan, that's connected to seeking knowledge? Who can give us a benefit connected to learning? لِمَاذَا لَعَبْضُ يَتَعَلَّمُ دِينَ Why does the servant learn his religion? تَضَلْ جَمِيلًا انظر إلى هذا القول Look at that statement, ya ikhwan to defend his religion, to defend the Quran and the Sunnah, min al batil, wa min al kufur, wa min inhirafat, wa min al jahil, wa min su'i al fahm. The person who's learning his religion, the child, the adult, the brother, the sister, the father, the mother, since they're learning their religion, they can defend Islam from the falsehood that the people talk about the Quran and the Sunnah. They can defend Islam from disbelief. They can defend Islam from ignorance. They can defend Islam from all angles, ya ikhwan. وَلَا يُدَافِعُ عَنِ الْإِسْلَامِ إِلَّا مَاذَا صَاحِبُوا الْعِلْمِ صَاحِبُوا الْعِلْمِ And no one can defend Islam, ya ikhwan, unless you have knowledge. No one can defend Islam without having knowledge. وَمَنْ أَيْضَى Who else has a benefit of learning? Who else has a benefit of seeking knowledge? Father, Shaykh. جميلا انظر إلى هذا لك الدستيمين دي يا إخوان لأن الذي يتعلم دينا يعلم كيف أن يعبد الله تعالى عبادة صحيحة عبادة صحيحة The one who's learning his religion He learns how to worship Allah correctly He knows how to worship Allah تعالى correctly أحسنتم طيب أين توقفنا What do we stop يا إخوان أي درسنا الليلة Tonight's class is what? And then a minhaj as-salikin. Minhaj as-salikin. فما معنى المنهج? What's the meaning of minhaj, Father Sheikh? Al-Tariq. The path, the way, the methodology. And ya'abud Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The path in which the person embarks upon to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. طيب, انتهينا بالأحكام الشرعية الخمسة. So I believe we completed the five 
rulings of al-islam the five rulings of al-islam imam al so imam al-sa'di he mentions who can mention for us one of the students or some of the students of Imam Al-Sa'adi? We learned a lot about him, mashallah. Who was from his students? Uh, Al-Bassam I'll give you another scholar ya ikhwan that our beloved brother mentioned who is similar to Shaykh Udaymin fil-ilm in knowledge wa fil-fahm in understanding laysa fil-ta'alif not in writing ma alafa mithla al-Shaykh Udaymin he doesn't write or he didn't write like Shaykh Udaymin wrote wa ma'indahu durus mithla durus al-Udaymin la and he doesn't have as many classes as Shaykh Udaymin either but knowledge-wise, understanding-wise, and tabaqa, and level. A shaykh that you barely hear about, ya ikhwan. Khasatan fi Amerika, especially in America. Especially in America. Fa fi Amerika, la nata'allamu kathiran min al-ulama, al-asaf, min jahlina. In America, unfortunately, we don't really learn a lot about the scholars of Islam. We don't know the scholars in Africa. We don't know the scholars in Saudiya. We don't know the scholars in Yemen. We don't know the scholars in Pakistan. We don't know the scholars in India. We don't know the scholars in this land and this land. In America, we don't really study the likes of that, unfortunately. But there are many, 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 many scholars of Al-Islam. From the, these great scholars, from the students of Al-Sa'di, is this great Imam Al-Bassam. وَلَهُ كِتَابٌ عَظِيمٌ جِدًّا He has a tremendous book. We'll mention one of them, two of them, inshallah. لَهُ الشَّرَحِ عَلَى عُمْدَةِ الْأَحْكَامِ He has an explanation of a tremendous book called عُمْدَةُ الْأَحْكَامِ وَلَهُ الشَّرَحِ عَلَى بُلُوقَ الْمَرَامِ And he has an explanation of the book بُلُوقَ الْمَرَامِ بُلُوقَ الْمَرَامِ طَائِعْ وَأُولَادُنَا صِغَارِ Uridukum and Ta'khudu Daftaran. And our young children, we encourage you, inshallah, like we do our, our adults, our brothers and our sisters, to get a notebook. Someone give our beloved brothers a pencil and a paper, ya ikhwan, so we can start raising our children upon seeking knowledge, upon the circles of knowledge. Somebody give these brothers something to write with, inshallah, ta'ala, and something to write on. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Imam al-Sa'di, he mentions. May Allah have mercy upon him. فَيَجِبُ عَلَى الْمُكَلَّفِ أَنْ يَتَعَلَّمَ مِنْهُ كُلَّ مَا يَحْتَاجُ إِلَيْهِ فِي عِبَادَاتِهِ وَمُعَمَلَاتِهِ وَغَيْرِهَا So he says, it's an obligation upon every mukallaf, upon every mukallaf, to learn those things that he's in knowledge of, that he's in need of regarding his worship. And regarding his general dealings, his buying and trading, his character, his manners, how to deal with this one, how to deal with the neighbor, and other than that. We never did uh, the jets or... Mubah. Mubah, yeah. We didn't do Mubah. 
Uh, Our brother says we didn't do Mubah. We, did. we, we did Mubah. We started last Sunday. What does it mean, Mubah? That which is allowed. We mentioned a few positions. That which is easy. Uh, that which is allowed. Write this down, Yaqwan. How to determine something to be allowed in Islam? It's an action that there's no praise in doing it. You don't get praise for it. And you don't get criticized for it. There's no praise in it. And there's no dispraise. Like standing up. If I just stand up right now. I don't get praise for that. And there's no dispraise. You just stand. Why are you standing? I just want to stand. It's allowed. It's not recommended to stand. It's not recommended to sit. Standing is allowed. Who can give another example? Of Mubah. Just growing your hair. Just growing your hair. The brother has long hair, mashallah. Ahmed, mashallah, has some nice hair. A lot of the Somali brothers have nice hair, mashallah. I don't have nice hair, yeah. A lot of the brothers, mashallah, we play basketball, we get done. The brother just goes like this. Alhamdulillah, he's ready for salah. Allahu Akbar, his hair is nice. From Allah. The other brother's hair is short. Other brother's hair is medium size, medium length. It's allowed to grow your hair. Do you get a reward for growing your hair? What is the answer is no. Huh? What is your intention of following the Prophet? If I have the shame akhar, that's different. Our brother says, what about the niyyah? You have the intention. I grow my hair long because in some of the narrations they say the Prophet had long hair. Now, in Now, which is allowed, becomes recommended by the intention. Generally, it was allowed. Just grow your hair. Why are you letting your hair grow? I like long hair. Why are you cutting your hair? I don't like long hair. Why is your hair medium length? I like medium length. You don't get a reward for that. Then I read a hadith, مثلاً, that the Prophet كان شعره طويل. And in some narrations, he had long hair. So I want a reward from Allah. So I intend to follow the Prophet. So I let my hair grow. Now I get a reward. Like the brother who works out. I'll be the brother Sheikh Mara, he works out Mathilin. For a moment, have mubah. Generally, that's allowed. Then he comes when he goes to the gym and he intends. I intend to work out, to have a strong body for worship. So I can fast, I can get up at night. Perhaps I can defend Islam, for example. So he has a strong body. So something is allowed, but with a good intention, it becomes 
He gets a reward for it. He gets a reward. The brother that pits on oils. You know, utr. Oils. That's allowed. But it can be recommended. When can it be recommended? If he's doing it for the sake of Allah. He's following the sunnah of his messenger. Alayhi salatu wassalam. And the Messenger of Allah he mentions Whoever Allah intends good for, he gives him an understanding of this religion. Collected by Bukhari or Muslim. I gave us all rather. A benefit, ya ikhwan. And the hadith hadith ja'an thalathati sahabatan nabi alayhi salatu salam. So we mention that this narration is narrated by three companions. Muawiyah, Abu Huraira, and Abdullah ibn Abbas. I sense. Khudu hadith faida. Take that benefit, ya ikhwan. Antum tadrusuna hadith nabi. Your brothers and sisters who are studying the hadith of the Messenger والسلام, This hadith Whoever Allah intends good for, he gives him understanding of the religion It's narrated by three companions Muawiyah, Abu Hurairah, and Abdullah ibn Abbas Muawiyah, Abu Hurairah, and Abdullah ibn Abbas Umar, how many companions? Abu Huraira, Muawiyah, and Abdullah, Ibn Abbas. Look, man, how many companions? Abu Huraira, Muawiyah, Abdullah, Ibn Abbas. I sent. Our beloved brother, Sahibul Nadara, with those nice glasses on. This hadith is narrated by three companions. Who are they? Muawiyah, Abdullah bin Abbas, Abu Huraira. Sahibuka, your companion that's behind you hiding with that nice blue thought. This hadith is narrated by three companions. Who are they? Muawiyah, Abu Huraira, Abdullah, Ibn. Abbas, our sent. Sahib unknown, our brother that sleep. <laughs> this hadith is narrated by three companions. Who are they? Ibn Abbas, Muawiyah, and Abu Huraira, our sent. Enter. Three companions Abu Huraira, Muawiyah. Abdullah ibn Abbas, I sent. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Call Imam Sa'adir Next chapter. Call a chapter. The Imam says, chapter. Limada ma sama hadal Imam hadal baba or hadal fasl bi ism. Why didn't Imam give this chapter a title? Who knows? He just says, chapter. Why didn't he give it a name? General knowledge, tradition. General knowledge, you can say that. Huh? 
introduction, not introduction, close. Who knows? So it, it combined with chapter four? Same chapter. Yeah. We, we didn't get nowhere yet. We're still in chapter one. We said in the first book, he says chapter. Why didn't he give it a name? Who knows? You need it before you go into the next chapter. I'll give you a better answer than all of that. Allah alam. Allah knows best. Man, you jibble the sheikh. Who can answer for the sheikh? Nobody. But ayan and ba'dul ulama ya khwan yaf'aluna ashya'an qad yakunu gharibaan. Lakin fi fahmihim huwa shay. Sometimes the scholars can do something that someone else can look at and say, hey, that's strange. Why would the sheikh do that? But he, for some reason, he did that. Bukhari does that. Muslim does that. Asadi does that. Ibn Taymiyyah does that a lot. A lot of his books, it looks like he wrote part of it, took, took a nap, came back, and started writing again. Took another nap, came back, and finished it. You don't really have chapter titles. When you study his Aqidah Wasitiyah, hopefully that's a book that we can get into next, inshallah, in Aqidah. That'll be tremendous to memorize Aqidah Tawasitiyah together. Oh, Allah Akbar. Tamanna min Allah Ta'ala and nadur sahad al-kitab as-sawiyan. We hope, by Allah Ta'ala, we can study the likes of that book together. He comes, he doesn't really bring chapter titles. He says, Qala Allah Ta'ala, next chapter. Qala Allah Ta'ala, next chapter. Qala Nabi Alayhi Sallallahu Salaam. He doesn't really bring chapter titles. A lot of the scholars do that. Muslim did that. In his Sahih, you go to the Sahih of Alima Muslim, Ma dhakara baban. He didn't mention chapter, the chapter titles. He mentions the books. Kitab al-Iman, Kitab al-Salah, Kitab al-Tahara. The chapter titles are not from him. When you memorize Muslim, you can't say Al-Imam Muslim said chapter. You just lied upon him. He didn't mention the chapters. At any rate, why did As-Sa'adi mention it like that? Allah Adam. Some scholars say what some of you said. It's connected to what came before it. But it's chapter one. Ibn Taymiyyah in his Wasitiyya, he does something strange. Katab al-Kitaba, thumma katab al-Muqaddama. He wrote the book, and then he went back and wrote the introduction. That's strange. Usually write the introduction first. However, some scholars say, it appears he wrote the book first, and then wrote the introduction. Sometimes the scholars, they do things that appear to be strange to someone else. Every individual is different and every one's mind is different. Let's continue. I have a question about the last Father. Abu Huraira. One is Bukhari, the other one is in Sirmidi. Ah. And the third one was where? Hadith of Muawiyah is collected Abu Huraira is collected by Ibn Majah. Muawiyah, Bukhari, Muslim. Ibn Abbas, Ahmed, Tirmidhi. Abu Huraira, Ibn Majah. Right. I sent. 
Ayyuhuma or Ayyuhum Aqwa? Which narration is the strongest? Muawiyah's, Abu Huraira's, or Ibn Abbas? Muawiyah. Why is it the strongest? It's in Bukhari Muslim. Jamila. Wa Hadith Ibn Abbas, Athani. Wa Hadith Abi Huraira, Athani. Ibn Abbas narration is the second strongest. It's collected by Ahmed and Tirmidhi. And Abu Huraira's narration is the least strongest of the three. No. Wallahu a'lam. And Allah Ta'ala knows this. Because it's collected in two of the strongest books. This is go back to the question of Rabbi Love Sheikh Hassan. When you look at the hadith that are authentic, not every authentic hadith is strength is the same. This brother can do 10 push-ups. Luqman can also do 10 push-ups. Our beloved brother, we we'll always forget his name. Huh? Zakariyah. Zakariyah. Can do 10 push-ups also. But they can do the same number, but their strength is different. Luqman can do 10. Zakariyah can also do 10. Our beloved brother can also do 10. So they're all strong, but their strength is different. Hadith are similar. The hadith that's in Bukhari and Muslim, aqwa hadithin al-ard. The strongest hadith on the earth, according to the scholars of hadith, is the hadith that's in Bukhari and Muslim. La yujal hadithun kharij al-Bukhari wa Muslim aqwa min al-hadith fi al-Bukhari wa Muslim. There's no hadith that's not in Bukhari and Muslim, that's not in Bukhari and Muslim, that's stronger than a hadith that's in both Bukhari and Muslim. Their conditions were greater than any other hadith scholar. Stronger than a Shafi'i, stronger than Ahmed, stronger than Al-Bayhaqi, stronger than Al-Tirmidhi, stronger than Al-Nasai, stronger than Imam Malik. They were stronger than any other hadith scholar's conditions. Bukhari and Muslim. This is the first level of Sihha, authenticity. The hadith that's in where? Bukhari and Muslim. Athani, the second level, Huwal Hadith, Laysa fi Muslim, Lakinahu fi Bukhari. Second level of authenticity is a hadith that's in Bukhari but not in Muslim. First level, Bukhari Muslim. Second level, just Bukhari, not in Muslim. Let's see who's paying attention. What's the third level? Muslim, not in Bukhari. So now we have three. Fil Bukhari Muslim. Bukhari, Muslim, Muslim, Bukhari. First level of authenticity, hadith that's in both Bukhari and Muslim. No hadith, no matter where you find it, in any book, is going to be as strong or stronger than the hadith in Bukhari and Muslim. Is Bukhari more authentic than Muslim? Is Bukhari more authentic than Muslim? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Limada, why is that? Shurutu aqwa. His conditions were more. His conditions were more strict. His conditions are more strict. So his hadith are more ahfadun, are more preserved, are more aqwa, are more stronger. His conditions were more. And al-Bukhari, For Bukhari, if the narrator was truthful and reliable, that's still not enough. 
not for Bukhari. One time Bukhari rahala liyakhudha hadithan an shaykhi. Bukhari one time traveled to a land to narrate from hadith. He used to travel to a scholar's, mashallah, biduni malin, with no money. Biduni dabba, with no, no BMW, no, mashallah, no riding beats. Just walking, just imagine. When was the last time I challenged myself first and one of you tomorrow, walk from your house to the masjid. I challenge any one of you. I challenge myself first and you brothers and sisters secondly. Tomorrow, walk from, the masjid, from your house to the masjid. I live right next door to the masjid and I can't even, me, I can't even walk to the masjid. It's too far. I try to walk, you see that sun, you say, oh, masha. by the time I, you start making excuses. By the time I get there, the prayer, you can walk it. Bukhari used to walk to seek knowledge. Imagine. Look how he loved knowledge, Yaqwan. So he traveled to one land. And he met a shaykh. And the shaykh was playing with one of the animals. A mule or a horse or something like that. He was making a sound to try to get the horse to come. And he acted like he had some food in his hand to give the horse or the animal. And when the animal came, he just pet him. He didn't have no food to give him. But Bukhari was looking at that action. Look what Bukhari said. Bukhari said, he just lied to an animal. He acted like he was going to feed the animal to get the animal to come, and then he didn't feed him. Bukhari said he lied to an animal. Perhaps he will lie upon the hadith of the Messenger. You can play with animals, you can do that, there's nothing wrong with that. But Bukhari was real strict. If he saw someone like that, he didn't take his hadith. So his conditions were more strict than Muslims. Some scholars say, but Muslims' book is more organized. And that's correct. Uh, Sahih Muslim Ajmalu min Sahih Bukhari Tawratiban Muslim's book is more beautiful than Bukhari's book Meaning is laid out easier Is laid out more easy to follow Bukhari's book is not as easy It's not as beautiful in that regard As his student Muslim But if it wasn't for Bukhari Muslim said he wouldn't have wrote his, his book Bukhari encouraged him to write his book MashaAllah Ta'ala That's a good question So the strongest book is <coughs> Bukhari And Muslim is more, more organized Wallahu alam Anyone else here? Wow. You saw someone else on that bus? Ta'ayy Shaykh, do you answer that question about the Fasr? The best answer I've ever came across Is whatever reason the Sheikh didn't imply why he met, did it like that. Some of the books is going to say, Book of Tahara, chapter such and such. Sometimes he's going to say, chapter. And you find many scholars who do that. They just don't mention their reason a lot of times. So you say, Allah Alam, why did he say that? Some scholars say it's connected to what came before. Some scholars say, some scholars say. But he didn't say why he did it like that. Bukhari, I give you a benefit. 
When you read Bukhari, many of the scholars in Yemen, they follow Bukhari in this regard. Almost every sheikh we had the honor to study with in Yemen, they follow Bukhari in this. How did Bukhari begin his Sahih? What did he say? Huh? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. No introduction. You read Bukhari, you open it up. He doesn't say Bismillah, Walhamdulillah, Wa Salatu Wa Salamu Ala Rasulillah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Ala Ali Wa Sallam. He didn't do that. Bukhari said, I want to follow something. I want to follow the Quran here. He says, I begin, he began as Allah Ta'ala began. He says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. The scholars in Yemen, they follow Bukhari in this regard. When they're doing Jumu'ah, they begin. Alhamdulillah, introduction. When they're doing a lecture, they begin. Bismillahi walhamdulillah. But when they're doing class, the average sheikh in Yemen that's alive today, or just passed away in our time, when they do a class, they say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Qala Sa'adi Rahimahullah. They follow Bukhari in that regard. So some scholars, they follow certain traditions of other scholars. That's a tremendous point that Bukhari said. Nothing has the right to be mentioned except the way Allah Ta'ala mentioned it. When Allah Ta'ala sent down the ayat upon the Prophet of Allah, He said what? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. So that's how Bukhari began. Ta'ir. Anyone else say Ikhwan? Umar, how did Bukhari begin? Luqman, how did Bukhari begin his Sahih? Alhamdulillah. May Allah bless you. Tai, which one of our children can come give us a benefit? Who can come give us a hadith? On the mic. Anyone? Huh? Come share a hadith. Even in English. Come on. Come on. Any hadith you wish? Come on. Omar. Leave, look back. Ah, come, you have to come here though and say it. Huh. Say it into the mic. So you could be, in, we could be recorded, inshallah. Try to turn this way so you could be on the camera too. Hold on. Anyone else, huh? Look, man, give me a hadith. All right, little shake, come on. Hadith, ta'ala, haditha. Give us a hadith, ya akhi. May Allah bless you. Any hadith you wish. Turn this way. Ya Gulamu, Samilla, Wakul, Wakul Mima, Mashallah, accent, accent, Mashallah. Maybe we start doing that, Yahwan, and cover the children. Before we start our, our class, 
we invite the, the boys to come up, recite a hadith, inshallah ta'ala, inshallah, future imams, may Allah bless you all, yeah, ikhwan. In the village, Sheikh Mukwi started that tradition in his time, Rahimallah Ta'ala, before he would start the class, it would be a line of boys by his, he had a nice big chair that he would sit at. And as he's walking up to the chair, it would be like seven, eight, nine boys. And the Sheikh would give him the mic, and you hear this one, and then another brother would come. And then the last brother, and then the Sheikh would start the class. Alhamdulillah. It's a nice way to encourage your You're home, and you call your wife, hey, hey, honey, salamu Hey, give me a benefit, inshallah. That's tremendous, Yekhwan. You call your daughter, hey, Naima, what are you doing? Get off of TikTok, inshallah ta'ala. Give me a hadith. She says, call Nabi Ali. Any hadith. You'll be amazed how something that small can encourage the hearts, strengthen the hearts, unite the hearts. Okay, let's continue, Ikhwan. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Qala Sa'dir Rahimahullah. As Sa'di, he says, Faslun chapter. Qala, Qala Nabiyu alayhi salatu wasalam, Bunya al-Islamu ala khams. Shahadati an la ilaha illallah, wa anna Muhammad Rasulullah, wa iqam al-salah, wa ita'a zakah, wa hajj al-bayt, wa sumi Ramadan, mutafakun alayhi. He says, the Prophet of Allah said, look how he starts his book, look how he starts the chapter. Chapter, the Prophet of Allah said, Islam is built upon five. The testimony that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, and that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah, and the establishment of the prayer, and the giving of the zakat, and the pilgrimage to the house, and fasting the month of Ramadan, collected by Bukhari and Muslim. تعلمنا هذا الحديث في درس آخر فما هو؟ We learned this hadith also in another class that we have. أربعين النووية The 40 hadith of Imam Nawi. Why do they call it the 40 hadith of Imam Nawi? Why is that the name? It's 42 hadith. Why is it the 40 hadith of Nawi? Because you're Hey. Who can answer? Why is it the 40 hadith of Noah we? Because he, he wrote the book, yeah, <laughs> he compiled the book, may Allah bless you all. Woman sahibu had the hadith, who narrated this hadith? Abdullah ibn Umar, Abu? Abdurrahman, the son of who? Jameelan, I sense. Is he more memorized than his father or his father is more memorized than him? He was more memorized than his father. Is the son higher than the father or was the father higher than the son? The father was higher than the son. The was than the son. But the son was more memorized. How could that be? Mm. Hey, Omar was the Amir, and as I mentioned before, sometimes when you're in charge, what preoccupies you? Affairs. The affairs of the people. For example, you are in charge of something. Whatever it is, usually you can't write like you want to write. You can't review like you want to review. You can't teach like you want to teach. You can't memorize like you want to memorize because you're busy. Sometimes you have to free your mind. You have to free everything. 
for example. So he was the Amir of the Muslims, the leader of the Muslims. So he couldn't preoccupy himself with memorizing the hadith of the Messenger والسلام, like his son did, like Aisha did, like Anas did, like Jabir did, like Umm Salama did, like Ibn Umar did. He wasn't as free. He was in charge of the Muslims' affairs. So he says the author, who's the author? As Saadi. You can also say his name another way. As Saadi and Saadi Al Fatha and Kasra. Saadi 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 Saadi. You can say both ways. He says the author, may Allah have mercy upon him, mentions in the beginning of this letter, meaning this book, the pillars of Islam. And he mentions them, or he took them from the hadith of the Messenger والسلام, that Islam is built upon five. Because the scholars of Al Fiqh, what are the scholars of Al Fiqh? What do you call them? The Fuqaha. The Fuqaha. What's the singular? Al-Faqih. Al-Shaykh or Al-Ulama Al-Mutakhassisuna fi Al-Hadith. Mada nusameehim? Muhaddithun. The scholars who specialize in Hadith. What do you call them? Muhaddith. The word is inside the name. Al-Fiqh Al-Faqih. Al-Hadith Al-Muhaddith. What about the scholars of Tafsir? Mufassir. The name, one of them, Mufassir, the plural, Mufassirun. If you listen with accuracy, Tasma' al-ism fil-ism. Or Tasma' al-mawdi' madha fil-ism. If you really listen, you hear the theme or the subject inside of the name. Tafsir, the scholars of Tafsir, Mufassir. The scholars of Hadith, Muhaddith. The scholars of Al-Fiqh, Al-Faqih. I don't know a name for the scholars of Aqeedah. I never learned that. If there is a name, Allah Alam. Usul, Usuli. That one is, you still hear the name, but you add the Ya Nisbi. No, accent. He says, because the scholars of Al Fiqh, they hold on, they adhere to arranging their books and arranging when they talk about Al Fiqh based upon this hadith. What does that mean? The scholar of Al-Fiqh, he's going to come and he's going to teach or author his books following the order of the hadith. He's not going to talk about Aqeedah, because what? When you talk about Fiqh, what are you excluding? Primary issues. Not pri primary issues, accent. Meaning Aqeedah. You can say that, that's a good translation. The primary issues, issues of Aqeedah. Aqeedah is Arabic. Primary will be English. That's a good translation. So in Al-Fiqh, you're not talking about the primary issues. You're not talking about Aqeedah. So you're going to start with, the Messenger of Allah said, وَيْقَامِ الصَّلَاةِ So they're going to start off with the Salah. وَقَبْلَ ذَلِكَ يَتْمَاذَا يَبْدَأُونَ بِمَاذَا وَمَا ذَكَرْهُ النَّبِيِّ Before Salah, the scholars of Al-Fiqh usually start off with something else that the Prophet didn't mention. He didn't mention it verbally, but he mentioned it. He implied it. What do they start off with? Before the Salah. Close. Before Shahara? Tahara. The Prophet didn't say Tahara. 
هي ساقيم ويقام الصلاه وايتاء الزكاه وحج البيت وصوم رمضان تفهم ان سيدنا ابن طهاره عموما هي ان سيد جنرالي لكنه قاله ماذا بريسره without saying it he said that he implied he didn't say it verbally talaffuzan but he implied how did he imply it because tahara tata'alluq bis salah because tahara is connected to salah la yumkinu ahadun an yatakallam an salah illa an yatakallam an tahara because you can't talk about salah without talking about tahara the brother we just met mashallah may Allah reward him aslama qabla yawmain aw am so mashallah ta'ala the brother is accepted Islam yesterday or the day before yesterday. So we're going to talk, we talked to him about prayer. We can't talk to him about prayer without talking about tahara. Why? Because tahara is a condition for the acceptance of the prayer. So if he learns how to make salah, Without learning how to make tahara, thumma yusalli salatuhu batila la maqbula. So he learns his salah, but no one teaches him how to make wudu. So he prays every salah without learning wudu. Is his salah correct? The answer is no. Someone's going to say, what about his intention? His intention can be there, but you still have to have what? The wudu, you still have to have the action. Intention is one thing, but you still have to have an action. You can have a good intention and still be sinful. How is that? You can have a good intention and be athima and Allah and be sinful. مثلاً الذي يسرق مالاً من المصرف وهذا معصية هذا ذنب لكنه فيه حسن نية لا أعلم كيف يجمع بين هذا لكن so the brother or the man, I don't say brother, the man who robs a bank. Robin <laughs> Robin Hood accepts Islam. You know Robin Hood? That was my favorite cartoon, yeah. He had that bow and arrow, nice little cape. He had good intentions. That's the point. But his action was wrong. He was robbing. So the man goes to the bank. And he robs a bank. You say, hey, tada haram. That's haram. Why did you do that? He says, I have children, yaakhi. I have to pit diapers. I have to feed my children. I had to get them. I have to buy. I have to buy. He has a good intention to feed his family. That's a good intention. But it doesn't mean that his action is a good action. You can have a good intention, but you never reach a good action. Two parts. Husnuniya wal mutaba'ah. You have to have the good intention and the action has to be done in accordance with the Quran and Sunnah. Without the good intention, without the action being in accordance with the Quran and Sunnah, is not accepted. So what if you choose uh, your money from a, from a scammer? He chooses it from a scammer? What do you mean? Like Explain. Get the money back from a scammer. He got it back? Yeah. So he stole the money and then he goes and gives it back. No, no. You, a person gets the money back from a scammer. Explain. A scammer stole money from yeah. the public uh -huh. and you find a way to get that you money. You steal it back. Yeah. You stole it back and then what you do with it? I give it back to the people. To the people? 
Tell if you stole it back, do you still stole? So he has a good intention also. Someone robs somebody and then you rob him and give it back to the people? Yeah. Street justice. Street justice. <laughs> That's a good question. Hello, Adam. Someone robbed somebody and then you robbed him and gave it back to him. Like we hope that'll be a good action. We hope. We hope. Hello, Adam. We hope. If there's a, a way to get it back without robbing him, that'll be better. Out of fear that I also stole from him. I had a good intention. Like Robin Hood. I say Robin Hood was Muslim, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> he looks Muslim. He only comes at night. That's Muslim. He go to Maghrib, Salah, at night time. <laughs> he washes his face a lot in the movie. That's wudu. What else? He has a cape that's covering his aura. What else he does? Yeah, come on. Hey, alhamdulillah. <laughs> on commercial. So we didn't see. It's America. They can't show you that. Tell you. Most superheroes, in my opinion, I say they're Muslims, in my opinion. You, you just don't see them praying. It's America. They can't show you that all these people are Muslims. and Khan, Batman. He's a Muslim, in my opinion. Yeah, he consumes alcohol, though. <laughs> he can repent. We hope when he repents, Allah will forgive him, inshallah. That's the, the, the Americans' version. They can't show you that they're Muslims, so they have to change the narration. So, in my opinion, that's my opinion. When I look at that, he looks like a Muslim to me. What do you mean? His aura's aura's covered. You always see him coming back from the hammam, making wudu. Tayyip. What else? Uh, he's enjoying the good, forbidden the evil, honor his neighbors, respecting the. Alhamdulillah, that's Islam. So we hope that these people are Muslims, ya khwan. May Allah make it easy, ya But these are just jokes, ya khwan. May Allah bless you all. Anyone else? Let's continue, Ikhwan. We hope in that regard, that will be a good deed. We hope, inshallah ta'ala. May Allah make it easy. Is there another version of this hadith when you're listening to Allah comes from Shahadati? This one puts a comment. That's a good question, Ikhwan. It says, وَحَجِّ الْبَيْتِ وَصَوْمُ رَمَضَانِ Is there a version that says, وَصَوْمُ رَمَضَانِ وَحَجِّ الْبَيْتِ And جواب نعم, the answer is yes. And this one is Bukhari, the Muslim, the other ones are... Aykilahuma fil Bukhari wa Muslim. Tayyip. The, the one that's in Bukhari and Muslim, the one that's in the Hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim. Bukhari's narration, it pits forth Ramadan before Hajjul Bayt. In Muslim's narration, it changes it. Bukhari favors their narration that says, and fasting Ramadan and then the Hajj. Muslim's narration, it pits forth uh, the Hajj first and then fasting Ramadan. So the origin of the hadith is the same, but Bukhari's narration is slightly different than Muslim's narration. No. I think in the second hadith, no, it has a Now, Noah, sometimes you don't know where he's actually pulling it from. Sometimes he mentions the hadith generally, and he said the hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim, but he doesn't really say, and this is Muslim's wording, or this is Bukhari's wording. So unless you know the narrations, you don't really know which narration Noah is bringing. But I believe Noe brings it the same way here. He puts fasting first. He puts fasting first. Hey, no. So I believe he goes with Bukhari's narration. No. Allah But it is another narration of the hadith. No. Taib qala Fal Bukhari mathalan badal kitaba badal bil wahi wa kitab al-iman li'annahu taqiqa li-shahadatain So now he's going to give an example of how the scholars follow the hadith. He says, for, for example, Imam al-Bukhari begins his book. What's his first chapter? The beginning of the revelation. 
how the revelation came down. And the book of Iman. The book of Iman. He begins it with these two chapters. Badr Wahi, how the legislation came down. And the book of Iman. Because these two chapters explain and ascertain the Shahadatain. Thumma bi kitab salah. Then Bukhari, after that, he comes to the next book, the book of salah. Following this hadith. What is the, the Imam trying to show? That the scholars of hadith and the scholars of al-fiqh, they usually follow the narrations. Why does Imam Ahmed say, for example, Al-Ghuslu, Al-Ghuslu lil-Rajuli haqqun, Yawm al-Jumu'ah. Why does Bukhari say, the man washing his whole body on Jumu'ah is a right? He didn't say it's obligatory. He says it's a right. Why did he say that? Hey, he's following the way the Messenger والسلام, said it. And this is usually why the scholars of Hadith are never usually wrong. Their words are usually the exact words of the Hadith. Now the scholars of Al-Fiqh may be different. The scholars of Al-Hadith usually, whatever the Hadith says, that's their speech. Whatever the Hadith says, that's their speech. So you rarely find the scholars of Hadith wrong. You barely find it. Because their words are going to be the exact words of the hadith of the Messenger. He says, Thumma bi kitab salah. Then Bukhari comes after that, the book of salah. Thumma kitab zakah. Then he mentions after salah, the book of zakah. Following this hadith. Thumma kitab al-sawm. Then the book of fasting. Thumma al-hajj. Then the book of the pilgrimage. No. وَكَذَلِكَ الْإِمَامُ مُسْلِمُ رَحِيمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فَقَدْ بَدَأَ بِالْإِمَانِ Likewise, one of his greatest students, perhaps his greatest student ever, Al-Imam Muslim, he says, Muslim begins his book with Kitabul iman the book of Iman. You go to Sahih Muslim, the first book you're going to study about Al-Muqaddimah, after the introduction is Kitabul iman the book of Iman. لِأَنَّهُ بُدِيَا بِهِ because in this hadith, this is what the Prophet of Allah began with, the shahada. So the iman includes the shahada. No. Let's continue. قَالَ الْإِمَامُ سَعَدِيُّ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فَشَهَادَةُ وَلَا إِلَهَ اللَّهُ So the testimony that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. عِلْمُ الْعَبْدِ وَاعْتِقَادُهُ وَالْتِزَامُهُ أَنَّهُ لَا يَسْتِحِقُّ الْعِبَادِ لَا يَسْتِحِقُّ الْعُلُوهِيَّةَ وَالْعُبُودِيَّةَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَحْتَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَا He says, meaning, the knowledge of the servant and his belief. Not just his knowledge, but he has to believe it. You can know something, and you may not believe it. You can know something, and you don't believe it. I know there's a thing called Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And akuntu nasaniyan, I used to be Christian. Ta'ayat. Fa'ana alimtu hadhi al-umur. So I learned these affairs. Al-ab wal-ibn wal-ruh. There's something called to the Christians, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Alimtu hadha, lakinnani al-an la'ataqiduhu. So I knew that, now I don't believe that. So you can know something, and you may not believe it. You can know something, and you may not believe it. He says, and his adherence to and understanding that nothing deserves 
one's uluhiyya. Nothing deserves to be praised and worshipped. And servitude is not given to something except to Allah, who's alone without having any partners. فَيُوجَبُ ذَلِكَ عَلَى الْعَبْدِ إِخْلَاصَ جَمِيعِ الدِّينِ لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى So this necessitates, it obliges upon the servant that he is sincere and exclusive in his worship, directing it all to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all of his worship, this important here, that which is inner and that which is outer. What's the inner worship? What's something you do in your qalb, in your heart? Atawakkal, ahsant, dependence. Atawakkal, total reliance and dependence upon Allah. La yura. Your tawakkul is not seen. No, it's an action of the heart. What's another one, of the heart? Al-Iman, I sent. Al-Iman la yura. Iman is not seen. Because it's inside. What's another? Huh? Adhul? Give me another one. Al-Iqeen. al Certainty. Being certain, ikhwan, that's inside of one's heart. You don't see no uncertainty. It's inside. You're never going to see it. Yaqeen. Yaqeen, certainty. You don't see it. It's inside your heart, ikhwan. What's another one? Ihsan. 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 Ihsan is a good one. But Ihsan can be both. Ihsan can be in your heart, and Ihsan is also on the limbs. You can have Ihsan how you talk to someone. How you treat someone. Ihsan is that you speak to a person as if you see Allah. That's Ihsan. Or you don't see Allah, but you know Allah sees you. You can tell in your speech. Even when you're arguing. The Muslims, when they argue, we shouldn't argue like the non-Muslims argue. Even if the Muslims are fighting, we shouldn't fight. We're going to fight with honor. We're going to fight with brotherhood. We're going to fight with love. We're not going to fight like the non-Muslims fight. We're not going to... Huh? We fight with knowledge. We're not going to fight like the non-Muslims. No. I'm still going to honor you. I'm not going to hit like the people say, Oh, you hit below the belt. We're not going to do that. You're my brother. I don't like you at this moment, but I still love you for the sake of Allah. I'm not going to say nothing to harm you. I'm not like that. So when the Muslims argue, it should be a way, for example. Two Muslims should be able to go into the room and talk about the differences. Even if they have to wrestle sometimes. Hey, put your arm here. Let's go, ya akhi. I can't hit you in the face because we're Muslims. But I'm going to break your wrist off. In my mind, I'm going to break your wrist off. Let's go. Let's arm wrestle. Or we can really wrestle. Or we can even box. But we can't hit in the face. And we can't really try to harm each other, ya But you, there are ways that we can relieve some stress and the likes. But we have to be brothers, for example. We can't, like many, many of us, we try to fight each other and harm each other. It's not like that, Yaquan. We forget sometimes that we are brothers and sisters in this blessed religion. Back home, earlier times, mm. uh, before the prayers, if it's Dur or Asir, uh. people would uh, announce that the intention is for Dur no. loud. No. Before they pray? Yes, before they pray. Uh, they would say, the, you know, 
صلي صلاة الظهر أربعة ركعات سبعة so by not by not saying it out loud is that something counts in طيب the intention ظاهرة النية يا إخوان القلب محل النية القلب ليس على اللسان the origin of your intention is in your heart you don't pronounce your intention إلا في عبادة واحدة except in one worship what is that in Hajj that's the only time you say it out loud the talbiya is on your tongue other than that the niya generally is in your heart so sometimes in some countries culturally ignorantly taqlidan following this one and following that one they do that in Yemen sometimes too for example where the man is praying his salah and someone comes late he's praying his second jama'ah for example and another brother comes and he taps him on his shoulder and say vuhur asr He's in the salah. <laughs> you're praying. Say you came late and you're making up your raka'ah. Another brother comes in. He taps you. Vur bas. Vur bas. How do you answer? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's like he wants you to say, Vur, yeah, he joined us. But you're in the salah. You're in the salah. I remember I came late to one masjid. And one of my first times I came to Kansas City, I went, I, I went around to different masjid. And I prayed at this masjid, real nice masjid. So I was late. I pray, missed one raka'ah. I stood up to pray my raka'ah. So, no, I, I, I made the raka'ah, but I didn't get a chance to recite al-fatiha. So I follow my shaykh and his understanding here that it's, it's, it's allowed to salam out when the imam salams out if you didn't catch, if you didn't say al-fatiha. But you caught the raka'ah in the ruku'ah. You come in the ruku'ah, and the Imam is in the Rukur, and then you salam out with him. But it's better that you stand up and repeat that raka'ah and recite Al Fatiha. What? You salam out? No, you don't salam out. So I came in, I'm in the Rukur, I didn't say Al Fatiha. The Imam, Salam Alaikum, Salam Alaikum, I stood up to pray my rak another raka'ah because I didn't recite Al Fatiha. So I'm trying to do what's better because I didn't say Al Fatiha. So I'm in my raka'ah. The brother's right beside me. I just came in. I'm praying. He tapped me on the shoulder. Oh, my leg. He's like, ah. I'm praying though. So he tapped me again. So I recite a little louder so he can hear me that I'm in the salah. Maybe he can't see that I'm in prayer. Maybe. So I was like, let him know I'm praying. He tapped me again. So, his friend is on his on the other side. He's, hey, the brother! I'm right next to him praying. He's, hey, man! The he, the brother came in. He caught the rock. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> so now, I'm still praying. He's like, yeah. Why are you Why are you standing up and praying? You You don't gotta pray. You don't gotta. You came in. I'm in the. I'm still in the salah at the at the, at the moment. So after it was over, he's still trying to talk to me as I'm praying. I'm going through the salah. He said, hey, I don't know. Why, why are you doing that? Yaki? You don't have to, you, don't, you came in right after I came in. You so I'm trying my best to finish. I'm trying my best. I said, I'm out, said, I'm out. I make my dhikr. So I try to talk to him. Yaki, alhamdulillah. I was in the salah. I'm not, I can't talk to you back. I'm praying. Alhamdulillah. What do you want me to say? I'm in the salah. So he said, yeah, but you came in. You didn't have to do that. I said, I know. You don't have to do that. But I did what's better. He said, well, how is that better? What do you mean, how is that better? Is that innovation or something? What are you doing? 
I said the messenger, everything is innovation in America, Yechon. I don't know why, why is that? <laughs> everything is innovation. <laughs> So I gave him the hadith Abi Hurairah and the Messenger that there's no prayer for the one who does not recite the mother of the book. He didn't apologize, he didn't say nothing. I was like, yeah, he, at any rate, may Allah teach us all, yeah, may Allah help us all. So there are many traditions that people do back home in Africa, in our countries, in Yemen, in Saudi, in Pakistan, India, and a lot of them are from Islam. And a lot of them are not from Islam. There are a lot of things we do culturally. So we have to learn what's from the taqawa, what's from the adat al-nas, what's from the tradition of the people, and what's from the Qur'an and the sunnah. Some things are allowed, as long as it doesn't contradict. It doesn't contradict your Qur'an and sunnah, then it's allowed to do. Allahu alam. So you see that in Yemen also. May Allah make it easy, ikhwan. Is it allowed for, for you to pray behind someone with a different intention? Yeah. Answer this. You don't have to have. Sometimes the brother comes late, and they're praying one rak and one salah, but he's waiting because that's not the salah that he has to pray, so he doesn't join. They say no. You can have ikhtilaf niyyah. You can have different intentions. Like the most common tarawih. Like tarawih. You come for tarawih, but you have you come for the tarawih prayer, but you have to make your isha. So the person stands in the back and prays his Isha and then he comes and makes the tarawih. You can do that. You can do that. But it's better and to dumma ma'al jama'a fa tarawih bi niyyati al-Isha thumma tusalli ba'da hadhi al-raka'at salata al-Isha salata tarawih. But it's better that you join wherever the Imam is in tarawih with your intention of Isha and then after you make your Isha you continue and you join your Tarweeh. Which one is greater? Tarweeh or Isha? Isha. Why? Isha is wajib or farud or maktuba and Tarweeh is? Sunnah. Masnoon. Recommended. I have a question about Jama'ah. There's only one Jama'ah. If I do miss Jama'ah, which one is recommended? That I see a group of brothers making up in a congregation, second Jama'ah. Or you pray by yourself. Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah ta'ala lahu qawlun azimun Imam al-Shafi'i has a tremendous position here Hu yara idha fataka idha fataka al-salatu jama'a al-ula al-asliya His opinion is If you miss the original first jama'a You missed it An tusalli wahdaka Wa an la tadummu ila jama'atin thaniya Wa hadha al-Shafi'i Al-Shafi'i says it's better that you just stand off and pray by yourself because you miss the jama'ah. Lakin al sahih, but the strongest opinion, huwa ma dhahaba ilayhi Imam Ahmed, wa tilmidu shafi'i. The strongest opinion is what Imam Ahmed said, and he is a student of a shafi'i. Huwa yaqul, huwa awla an tadumma ma al jama'ah, liana hada huwa al asl, walo fatataka al ula, walla ta'ala ala wa alam. He says the meaning of his speech. Even though you missed the first jama'ah, and that's the origin, it's better that you join the second jama'ah. Because praying together is the origin. The origin in Islam is not that you pray separate. You only pray separate if you're praying by yourself. If you're praying jama'ah ten, then the origin is that you pray together. Not that you have one jama'ah over there, one jama'ah over there, one jama'ah over there. No. The origin is that you pray together. You pray 
together. So the Imam al-Shafi has a different opinion there. Allah Ta'ala wa ala. The strongest opinion is that if you come in and you miss the original uh, al-Ula, the first original jama'ah, and you see another jama'ah, you don't get the reward as the first jama'ah. Yes, you miss that jama'ah, but you're still praying in jama'ah, meaning jama'ah of Muslims, but you miss the original jama'ah salah, for example. Sometimes Muslims in their houses, this happens a lot in our houses. People In our houses, there are many Muslims in our houses. So now in our houses, the first brother stands up and prays his duhur. And then the Abbey prays his duhur. And then the wife stands up and prays her duhur. And then the son prays his duhur. And then the, the daughter prays her duhur. Now, all that's allowed. You can't say that's haram, but they're contradicting the sunnah. The origin of the prayer is that you pray it together. This is the origin. No. I had a question about the Isha with the Taraweeh. Uh, like, you know how they usually do two rak'ah for the Taraweeh when they finish? Like, how are you going to continue your Isha if you usually get cut off at two? That's a good question, man. I bless you. So you're praying with the Imam. And you have to pray arba'an li'annaka tusalli isha'an. So you have to pray four because you're praying isha. فَتَدُمُ مَعَ الْإِمَامُ وَهُوَ فِي الثَّانِيَةِ آخِرْ رَكَعَةٍ لَهُ فِي هَذِهِ الصَّلَةِ So you come in in the second raka'ah, for example. His second raka'ah of this circuit of tarweeh, for example. So now he salams out. If you know where he's at, and you know the number of isha, and you know where the imam is, was it his first or second, then you calculate how many you have to pray. You come in on the second raka'ah and you know how to identify. Some raka'ah have signs, sometimes. If you're reciting, it's either going to be the first or the second. There's no recitation in the third or the fourth unless you're praying the maghrib. If you're praying the maghrib, for example, there's going to be recitation in the first and second. There's no recitation in the third, no, in the third or the fourth and no salah, even the maghrib. The recitation is only in the first and second raka'ah. So now you come in and you see the Imam is praying his tarweeh. So he's going to recite every raka'ah. So you may say, well, what raka'ah is he in? First or second? If you can identify, it's only going to be first or second if that was Isha. His tarweeh, you might not really know where he's at. If he salams out, you calculate how many raka'ah you pray. If you pray one with him, your Isha, you owe Allah three. And then you just stay where you are, for example. Now you're going to mess up the row. Your row is going to have breakage. But you just feel out best your ability. It doesn't harm. So you sit there and you continue your salah. The imam stands back up to pray his tarawih. You finish your isha. You owe Allah Ta'ala three raka'ah. You salam out. You stand up and join that, uh, that prayer. And you should not do like most brothers. They do, ya ikhwan. Where you stand up. And you see them move out the way. For example, he's in the row and he has to make the raka up. So he, don't, he doesn't want to break the row. So he gets out the way and gets out the way and move out the way more. So he won't be in the row. He shouldn't do that. He's still in salah. So you try not to move at all. Try not to move at all. Some of the brothers, their phone goes off. And this is a fitting that we have with these phones, Yehwan, that sometimes we can't turn our phones off or down or mute it, for example. 
You can't answer it in the salah anyway. So I don't understand. So you pitch a phone close to you or far away, and then it goes off, and you see the brother got to get close to his phone, and he got to get close to the phone, and then now he has to read the message while he's in the salah, and then he's checking it, and then perhaps he's typing away. Why? <laughs> Not like that, yeah. He's in the salah. If your phone goes off and you have the ability to stop it, it rings aloud, for example, and you have the ability to, to hit the button, and it won't harm your move, move, say it's in your pocket, and you can go slightly and turn it off, then that's fine. But if you gotta go in your pocket, find it, go through the bag, get the phone out, just leave it. If it's too many movements like that, just leave it. You're in the salah. So remind yourself, you're in the actual salah. And Allah Ta'ala Alam. Who wants to call their dhani akhwan? Allowed to do the uh, outside now. You get a word for following the sunnah, no, if you're intent, if you're doing it with the intention of pleasing your Lord, sunnah to ahadin ghayrin nabi alayhi sallatu salam ya khwan laysat ka sunnah nabi dila shak wala ray lakin idha la abdu yataqarrabu bihi ila Allah ta'ala lahu ajr inshallah the sunnah of anyone after the messenger of Allah of course is not like the sunnah of the messenger of Allah alayhi sallatu salam there are some things that some companions would do that there may not be a sunnah of the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. However, if you intending to follow the sunnah, I'm going outside, not because the Prophet made this a sunnah. No. The Prophet didn't tell Bilal to do that. No. Bilal, for whatever reason, from the understanding he had from Allah Ta'ala, understood it's better to call the adhan outside. Sometimes in some masajid, the people stand up and call the adhan inside. Inshallah, that's allowed, no problem. But the origin, that you go out. Even if you have a microphone, you still can get a reward. Yom Qiyamah is about your soul. It's about your good deeds outweighing your bad deeds. If you can go outside, even with a microphone, if you don't have to do that. There's no one is saying you have to do that. No. 
you can call the mic on the microphone, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah. You get a tremendous reward. You can get a greater reward if you do it the way Bilal did it. Like turning to the right and turning to the left. You don't have to do that. The Prophet didn't tell Bilal to do that. Alayhi salatu wasalam. Bilal used to turn to the right and to the left. So the, uh, the Mu'adhin turns to the right and to the left. Following Bilal. Some ayat, some campaigns when the Messenger of Allah was reciting them, they would say to themselves, certain, certain dhikr. You can follow. Abu Hurairah used to do that a lot. He would say bala sometimes in some ayat. You can follow that inshallah ta'ala. Likewise in the Eid. What's the dhikr that you say in the Eid? Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Walillahi alhamd. When you trace these narrations back, you don't find it there from the Messenger So, uh, if action is done in front of the Prophet and he approves, no. that's part of the Hadith. It's part of the Hadith, Sahih. But it's not like he did it. Yes. But it's called the Taqririyan. It's a silent approval. Correct. That is the fourth part of a Sunnah. But it's not like the Sunnah that the Prophet did. That it was done in front of him and he showed his Allah. He's accepting it. Correct. But that's not like the things that the Prophet did. The dhikr, for example, what's another example? In the in the, in the Eid, most of the ad'iyah that we say in the Eid, the, the adhkar that we say in the Eid, if you go back to them, the companions didn't say, I heard the Prophet say. They don't say that. They come from some companions. Ibn Umar used to say this one. Ali used to say that one. Ibn Mas'ud used to say this one. That's why we have so many different variations. These are some of the sunnah of the companions. Likewise, in the janaiz, when you say also the Eid, just stay on the Eid for a moment. Do you raise your hand with every takbir? When the Imam says in this first raka'ah seven, some say five, some say six. Do you say Allahu Akbar? The first one, yes. And the second one, Allahu Akbar, you raise your hands. Allahu Akbar, the third, you raise your hands again. All the way to the sixth and the seventh. Do you raise your hands? You don't have to. You don't have to. Who are you following here? The Imam. What about the, the Messenger? Did we get that from him? Huh? Should we eat? The answer is no. Why do some Imams do it? Who are you following? Should we eat? Where do we get that from? Some of the companions. So there are many narrations that we follow the companions in. The Messenger of Islam, the scholars don't say the Prophet used to raise his hands. Many scholars, they say it's better not to raise your hands. After the first Allahu Akbar, why? Because they don't have a narration that the Prophet did it. Some scholars say it's allowed to raise your hands. Because who did it? Some of the companions. Not all of them. Some of them. Likewise in the janazah. Do you raise your hands with every takbir? Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Some scholars say it's better not to do it. Because who didn't do it? The Messenger Some scholars say it's allowed to do because some companions did it. So there's a difference between the sunnah of the companions and the sunnah of the Messenger alayhi salatu May Allah bless you all your Good questions, man. Keep up the good work, yeah,
May Allah bless you. Some of the brothers online, they say, whatever message you add, we benefit from that question.